This is Set Aside Some Time, an MSPN podcast, and it's brought to you by the National MSP Network, or MSPN for short. And now, on to the episode. Thank you for setting aside some time for us today. I am Rasa Fumagali, your host for today's podcast. And joining us today, we have Jody Taylor and Tim Mercer. We're going to be spending this podcast talking about our guests' experiences at the recent MSPN annual conference in Baltimore. So let's start out with Jody Taylor. Jody, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself and what your job title is? Sure. Thank you so much for having me today. Golly, I've been an attorney for over 30 years. I've been practicing in the personal injury field. I started off in the defense side, then did a little bit on the plaintiff side, and now I'm back uh, working for an insurance company. I work for the largest workers' comp insurer in the state of Maryland, and we have both the state entities and some private entities. My role there is to handle all aspects of settlements as well as Medicare compliance. All right. So have you been to the MAMSAP annual conference, the MSPN annual conference over the year, or was this your first conference? No, I have been, golly, I think the first year I started was in 2017. I actually was a presenter that year. And then the following year, I uh, was there and I participated in the CMSP classes, and I have been going ever since. So we had a little bit of a downtime for COVID, but uh, been back ever since. Fantastic. So can you tell us, what is it that you actually get out of this conference? Is it worth the two days? What are your thoughts? Oh, it is absolutely worth the two days. It is fantastic to see everybody in person, to have that time to spend together, to uh, network, to just kind of hang out, see everybody, find out what's going on. Um, It is a phenomenal opportunity to get together with everybody. I think one of the best parts of the conference is being able to have some FaceTime with the CMS folks. And since we've been having the conferences in the Baltimore area where CMS is based, it's wonderful because they do send several reps. And not only do they present, but they will sit in on other sessions And you can even corner them in the hallway and and talk with them. They have been very receptive to us. They are fantastic to deal with, and we love having them every year. And uh, I know that everybody gets quite a bit out of being able to talk to them. You know, the partnership that MSPN Network has with CMS in terms of trying to improve the MSP compliance work that we all do is fantastic. And it certainly is highlighted during this annual conference. So now, which sessions did you attend recently at this most uh, current conference we're talking about? Well, we went to all of the main sessions where everybody is together. Uh, Those are always wonderful. You've got CMS, BCRC, CRC. Those are always just phenomenal fireside chat with CMS everything like that. It's always just so chock full of information and it's um, just, you get so much out of it. As far as the breakout sessions, the one, one of the ones I went to was MSAs versus life care plans versus MCP. And that was really interesting because in the state of Maryland, we have a lot of attorneys that like to 
use MCPs. And we kind of take the position that now we'd rather everything be phrased as an MSA. So it was interesting to hear the conversation about the, you know, what everybody's doing out there. MSA, do you call it or do you call it an MCP? Um, another very interesting um, and animated discussion was on the zero MSAs, compromised allocations, because um, one of our CMS reps likes to come to that. So that's always a fun back and forth conversation. Uh, yeah, that was the one that I was a panelist on. And that always is a very interesting one. So for sure. Going back to the MSA versus MCP versus life care plan. Um, what do you, you know, you mentioned that in Maryland. Um People prefer to see it as an MSA, but do you call it an MSA when the person is not on Medicare or they don't have any reasonable expectation of a Medicare entitlement? Does that impact the name of the product? I think it does, but I'm I'm very conservative about this. And even though the person may not be on Medicare today, that doesn't mean a few years from now, the person will become a Medicare beneficiary. So I prefer in my practice to always call it an MSA. Rarely will I call it an MCP. I mean, if the person truly, truly is never going to have an expectation of becoming a Medicare beneficiary, I might consider it as an MCP. I know there's a lot of other insurers here in the state that almost exclusively use MCP unless the person is a current Medicare beneficiary or has that reasonable expectation threshold within 30 months, then they'll call it an MSA. But I think we're probably a little unique at our company in that we do try to use MSA for the most part. Yeah, so well, thank you for clarifying that. Now, we had so many different breakout sessions, you know, it was impossible to be in two or three places at one time. So have you listened to the rest of these sessions on demand? I have not listened to all of them yet. I've listened to a couple already, um, but it's just, you know, holiday time. It's a little difficult to find time to to sit there and listen to the others. But I have listened to a few already. And that is a fantastic feature that we added in this year to give you that opportunity to, to, to listen to the rest of them, even though we did shorten the days a little bit this year. Um, Cause in past years, we've had some, it's, it's been a long day. You know, you start at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning and you're going till about six at night and you're kind of brain dead by then. So, um, and it's just so chock full of information at such a level that we're all, you know, really keeping our brains turned on that it's, it's a wonderful feature to be able to go back and listen to those sessions that you haven't heard before and go back to the ones that maybe you missed a few things or you needed some clarity. So it's a wonderful feature to have that ability. Absolutely. And we do have the ability for somewhat of an extended period after the conference. I, I, you know, it's not just available for one week. They have it available to people, I believe, for a month or so till the end of December, if I recall correctly, which is fantastic. So Jody, would you recommend this conference to others? I absolutely recommend it to everyone who's involved with Medicare set-asides, CMS compliance, Section 111 reporting. It is the conference to be at every single year. And I know we do have a very large presence from insurers and defense attorneys, and I do strongly encourage claimants attorneys to attend as well. There's just so much information that you can get and questions that you have that you know you may be afraid to ask or you feel silly asking, it's all going to be answered for you. So I really do think that everyone can benefit from this, especially the claimants bar. 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, working for Synergy, we represent plaintiffs and plaintiffs' attorneys in Medicare secondary payer compliance discussions, and they're really is so much to learn. So I second that. And I thank you for sharing your views and your insights, Jody. Let's turn to Tim Mercer now, our other guest on this podcast. So Tim, would you please tell us a little bit about yourself and your current job title? So currently I am a Medicare secondary payer paraprofessional with Nyhan Bambrick, Kinsey and Lowry. Um, basically, I kind of see myself as the nurse to the to the doctors who are the attorneys who handle the files, um, sort of do the legwork, get a lot of the the dirty work done of researching things, finding, getting the documents needed, that sort of thing. Um, so I very it's very hands on with the process, and it's something that I've I've been doing five six years now, and and I love it. I've become a I've become an MSP nerd, uh, <laughs> sort of geek out with the conference and with all the new rules being announced, all that stuff, it's, it's become, it's become a passion. Um, I've been at Nyhan for, for a while now, and I love what I do. And uh, just another personal thing, I'm also a diehard Texas Longhorn fan, and they just made the CFP, so just quick hook them horns. <laughs> all right, so thank you for sharing that, Tim. And Nine Bambrick is a defense firm in the Chicago area with, um, you know, they have a practice, I believe, that has uh, workers' comp defense, liability defense, mm -hmm. and MSP. So sure. now, have you been to the MSPN annual conference before? Uh, yes. Last year was my first time attending. I was able to do it uh, in person last year, did it virtually this year. Um, and it, it was both times. It was it was an amazing experience. So what do you when you say amazing experience, what do you get out of it? Well, for me, for, in person, it was the the networking, uh, being able to meet people that you're on committees with face to face, sort of actually get to get to sit down with them and have one on one conversations about topics that were that you've been discussing um, and really getting a feel for other people in the industry and the different ways they approach things, the different ideas that they have and sort of trying to loop those into what you're doing and and. And really just the networking was the biggest thing in person, the biggest difference being in person and virtual. Um, I was not able to take advantage of a lot of the the networking capability that the Hoover platform allowed. Um, and I sort of kicked myself for that because it actually could have afforded a lot more networking than I took advantage of. Um, but the in-person really facilitated that. Yeah, so I do think the networking and the ability to sit down and chat with your colleagues, your peers, your friends, and just sort of bounce ideas about complicated cases is very helpful because sometimes people have different perspectives and you might come up with an approach that you hadn't really considered before. So I would second that, you know, and I believe Jody also said how important the networking is. So now you have been to the MSPN conference twice. Yes. So you enjoy the networking. Now, how about the sessions? Which sessions did you attend this time around? So one of the things I really liked about this year's format was the, the different tracks. Um, and so one of the sessions that I really enjoyed the most was the walk and talk where our worlds don't match. Uh, which was actually on the one-on-one track, but it really, 
and I attended that one because Amy was presenting, who is who I work with, Amy at, at Nighthand. But just the the idea of being very careful in how you think about what words mean and how they can be perceived versus how you want them to be perceived, um, how one entity may want it to come across and how it really wants to come up. They really want it to come across and how you interpret it. It was just, it was very, it was created a lot of food for thought. And I really enjoyed that one. And it's, it's really something that I've been trying to incorporate into what I do every day, as far as how I communicate with clients, as well as how I read things from CMS or different parties that may be involved. So that one really jumped out to me. Yeah. Well, it was definitely eye-opening because you don't really think you know, you use a word, but there are two different interpretations. So that was um, an unusual presentation, which I thought was fantastic. And I do know that the people that put together the conference, they're always looking for feedback and suggestions about what people would like to hear. So now you told me about these sessions that you attended. And since you were virtual, have you had a chance to listen to other sessions that you weren't listening to when it was live. Yeah, I was able to listen to, go through and listen to um, almost all the sessions, uh, sort of do it when when there's quiet in the house, uh, when I have a few moments to myself, and then just sort of, you know, try and pick up on other things that I might have missed and sort of just be able to get the entire experience um, because if there's a lot, it has a lot to offer. Yeah. So would you recommend the conference to others? Absolutely. And I I second what Jody said about particularly for plaintiff's attorneys. I think there's a there's a a lack of education in some ways with plaintiff's attorneys, um, just because they don't deal with it as much as we do. So it's not something that's on their on their priority list. And so it's something where they can come in and in a couple of days really get a feel for what's involved and being better able to to advise their clients as well as to communicate effectively with with the MSP um, vendors or the or the insurer about what's going on. So really be able to know what to say, when to say it, how things are going to run. I think that's that's something that I know there's a there's a a targeted um, MSPN is trying to reach out to plaintiff bars. Um, there's a, there's a, it's a major agenda point, And I think it's, I think it's great. I, but I think anybody involved would, would benefit greatly from attending. Yeah. Well, Jody and Tim, thank you for setting aside some time today to talk to us. And thank you to our audience for setting aside some time to listen to our MSPN podcast. Happy holidays to everyone.